It was three. Now it's down to two. So where are the Cardinals going to go in their head coaching search? That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. And welcome into the Tuesday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris, you were back with you here once again on the show. Hope everybody is having a great start to their Tuesday. The Arizona Cardinals head coaching search. How their three finalists whittled down to two. What that person who removed themselves from consideration, what that means for all of it, who's left, and where the job ultimately will end up going. But before we do that, got to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online, who remain your number one source for all of your sports betting this season. And you're always going to find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head on over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code BLEAV, that's B L E A V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. Two, two head coaching openings remain in the National Football League, the Indianapolis Colts and the Arizona Cardinals. They are the last two of the five that are searching for head coaching uh, vacancies. They are looking to find their next head coach. And as we know, the Arizona Cardinals, we had learned through the grapevine, the final three candidates, the three finalists that the Cardinals are considering for the jobs. One was Brian Flores, former Dolphins head coach and Steelers defensive coach. Mike Kafka, the Giants offensive coordinator. And then you had uh, Bengals DC, Lou Anarumo as the third person on that list. So those were the three candidates. Those were the three finalists. The Cardinals were going out of their way to tell other people that they were out of the running, that they weren't in the mix anymore. So, okay, we are down to the final three. And that lasted for about, what, 24-plus hours before Brian Flores reached out to the Cardinals and said, I'm withdrawing from the search. I'm You named me one of the three finalists. We, we interviewed... We were going to have a second interview on Wednesday. I interviewed for the job in uh, when you hired Cliff Kingsbury during that cycle. I'm withdrawing from the consideration to be the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals because I'm going to go be the defensive coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings. So you have a guy who was scheduled to go for a second interview to be the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals who had interviewed for the job previously on, during a previous coaching cycle. And he now took a D.C. job instead of going through the process for the second interview to be the head coach it's a little bit of an alarm bell goes up there when he doesn't take the promotion to head coach he takes dc job instead of what would be a promotion for the head coach and i think in order to understand that i think you need to understand the situation that the cardinals find themselves in the cardinals right now aren't going to have a quarterback for a indefinite amount of time. We don't know truly when Kyler Murray is going to return to the Arizona Cardinals. He had the surgery to repair the torn ACL after Christmas. So I, I would assume that the beginning of the season for Kyler Murray is off the table for him to return. Is it a month? Is it two months? Is it a month and a half? Does it stretch through halfway through the season? Who knows? But any prospective candidate that's going to take this job is certainly going to ask that question. Right? In the job interview... The, the employer is going to ask you questions, and as the prospective employee, you're going to ask questions as well. And one of the questions that I would ask as an outsider, if I'm Mike Kafka, if I'm Lou Anarumo, if I'm Brian Flores, is when am I going to get my quarterback back? When am I going to get the guy that 
got a big contract extension that I'm going to be attached to for my tenure here as the head coach. When's he coming back? Because it certainly feels as if 2023 for the Arizona Cardinals, because he's going to miss some length of time, might be a bit of a gap year, might be a little bit of a transition year, where 2024 is really the beginning of the new era for the Arizona Cardinals. Year one, Monty Ossenfort, the new general manager, can kind of clean up some of the contract mess, can kind of clean up some of the draft pick mess, can try to hit some home runs with some draft picks, get some young talent in here, reorganize the coaching staff, and get this team charted off on a new course. But does that directly lead to more wins and then losses in 2023? Does that directly lead to the Arizona Cardinals being a contender in the NFC West? Does it directly lead to the Cardinals being a playoff team in 2023? That seems a little far-fetched to me. This team needs a massive overhaul. They were an older team on a lot of phases. They have to put in a lot of work to restructure that offensive line. They're not going to have Kyler Murray. There's probably going to be need to be some level of a search for a backup quarterback. A.J. Green announces retirement. DeAndre Hopkins might get traded. So the wide receiver group is going to need to be overhauled. And so, again, the reason why this is taking so long for the Cardinals, the reason why they're going through second interviews, and the reason why people are withdrawing their names from consideration, remember Sean Payton interviewed for this job as well, is it's not the most rosy situation to walk into. There's a lot of unknown that comes with that. Now, maybe Sean Payton didn't take the job because he wasn't going to have the say in player personnel that maybe he's going to get in Denver, or maybe he just didn't like the fact that Kyler was going to miss some some period of time. But this situation's not built for everybody. And you look at the two coaching candidates that are left, Mike Kafka and Lou Anarumo, and these are coordinators. These are guys that would be going for their first-time head coaching jobs. And some of the more established names that have been interviewed, remember Vance Joseph, the D.C. for the Cardinals, he's been interviewed a couple of times. Clearly, he's not one of the finalists, so it certainly feels as if Vance Joseph will be coaching elsewhere next season. You have this unknown. You have this, how quickly are we really going to be able to compete? How we are, how quickly are we really going to be able to turn this around? And for some coaches, when this is the first opportunity you get, you want to minimize the risk. There's always a risk in leaving your current position, even though it's a promotion, even though there's only 32 of them, even though it's a head coaching job in the National Football League, there are risks that come with that. There are risks that comes with that jump in pay grade, that that jump in responsibility, that jump in leadership and culture and all the things that are, that come with that. And so I think you look at this Cardinal situation and there's a lot of work that needs to be done here. And I don't know if the fruits of that labor necessarily showcase themselves in 2023. This is a team that needs a lot of work on both the offensive and defensive side of the ball. The coaching staff's probably going to be overhauled in a lot of ways. And and maybe the Cardinals, specifically with, with there being two defensive coaches in the final three originally of their finalists, it certainly feels as if they maybe want to go the 180 and flip it from when they had an offensive-minded head coach in Cliff Kingsbury to flip it to the defensive side of things with originally Brian Flores or Lou Anarumo. But anybody that's going to take this job is going to ask that question about Kyler Murray. Any person that's going to take this job is going to ask the question about DeAndre Hopkins. Any person that's here is going to ask the question of what is the path forward? How quickly is the expectation here to compete? Because all those coaches, they want to win. They That's what they do. Football players want to win. Coaches want to win. GMs want to win, right? But there are different priorities and there are different uh, job objectives depending on what stage you're at in the process. And for the Cardinals, they've gone outside for the first time in decades plus with a GM hire. They're going to go, looks more than likely, but based on the finals, they're going to go outside with a head coaching hire. And so Monty Austin Ford is going to have to come in here and set a new course, set a new path. And I don't think that path 
is immediately turning this around. I think it's going to take time to turn this around. And so you need to get a head coach, Mike Kafka, Lou Anarumo, who are in board, in line with that thought process and feel that they can add to that equation and that these two can chart together on a path. This isn't when Joe Shane and Brian Dable got to New York. When Joe Shane and Brian Dable got to New York, they were at the bottom. They had gone through two head coaches in four seasons. The Joe Judge experiment experience was not a good one. The roster was basically bare bones. It looked like they didn't have a quarterback. You didn't know what they were going to do with Saquon Barkley. They had holes all over the place. You were working from a bottom, from a base level of infrastructure, of productivity, of the roster being where it's at. The Cardinals feel like they're a couple steps ahead of that, but Kyler being hurt, Kyler having his big contract, and the rest of the roster kind of aging, and J.J. Watt retiring, A.J. Green retiring, DeAndre Hopkins looks like he's got one foot out the door and it looks like he's going to get traded. They're kind of half where the Giants were, but a little bit ahead of the Giants. It's a tough situation to wrap your head around. That makes the job of the GM and the coach very, very, very difficult, and that's why it's probably taking this long for this job to get filled. I certainly think, no matter who they hire, 2023 is going to be a transitional season where a lot of groundwork is going to be laid. I mentioned this earlier, but a lot of groundwork is going to be laid to set this team up for success, starting with the window in 2024, because that's really the first full season you're going to have with Kyler post the ACL. First full season where Monty Austin Ford's really going to be able to enact a plan, right? This year is kind of a transition, getting used to the situation. Yeah, you're going to have a draft and free agency under your watch, and you're going to be able to start to put your fingerprints on it. But after you get that first season, it's really that second season where you can really start to to lay the groundwork and really start to make those those massive changes. And I think that's what you're going to see. I think you see an Arizona Cardinal team that, that flirted with playoff success, that flirted with being one of the best teams in the National Football League with Cliff and Kyler at times. But ultimately, they kind of hovered around that 500 point. They struggled the second half of last season and all of this season. They gotta, they kind of have to hit a soft reset button. They've got the quarterback. The quarterback's under contract. That's the other part of this, too. These coaches are also knowing that they need to sign up for Kyler Murray to be their quarterback, and maybe that's what's a lot that made this take so long. It's maybe there are some people that don't think they can get the most out of Kyler, that Kyler's not the guy, and because of that contract, because of that commitment that's been made by Michael Bidwell and the Cardinals organization, they say, thanks, but no thanks. I don't know if this is really the best situation for me. And when you're a guy like Brian Flores, for example, you've already been a head coach, how many times are you going to get another opportunity to be a head coach, right? And so do you take that second opportunity when it's not the perfect situation? Because if you miss that opportunity, what happens? You don't think Todd Bowles is thinking that down there in Tampa Bay? If it doesn't work out for Todd here if, with his second head coaching run in Tampa, is he going to get a third opportunity to be a head coach? And so maybe that's why a Brian Flores pulled himself out of consideration and decided to take the the D.C. job with the Vikings. I mean, Brian Flores' name is probably not going to go, go away anytime soon. If he goes to Minnesota and they have a, a, a top defense in the league next season, he's going to cycle right back again into this head coaching search. So for the Arizona Cardinals, I think there are a lot of questions when it comes to this head coaching search. There should be a lot of concern that it's taking this long. There should be some concern that people are you know, removing themselves from consideration. That's never really a good thing. But I also think the more important thing that needs to happen here is the offseason, free agency, the uh, decision of what direction to go with this franchise, the decision to figure out if slash when you're going to trade DeAndre Hopkins and what that return looks like, accumulating all the draft capital, spending what salary cap space you do have to to create a, a more well-rounded roster to support your quarterback with for 2023, 2024, and beyond. That's where the real work begins. Yeah, you need a head coach, but you got the, the, the biggest piece in place, I think, for this season in particular. You got the GM in place.
And this team's direction is going to be solely dependent on where Monty Austin Fort takes them this offseason with trading players, acquiring draft capital, where that draft capital gets invested. I mean, the Arizona Cardinals are, are partly in this situation because they could not hit on a lot of first-round picks. They don't have a roster that is loaded up and down with draft selections that are young, up-and-coming players. Monty Allison Fort needs to change that philosophy. They need to start hitting on more of those day one and day two selections, getting more quality starters, getting more quality players out of that group. They need to do better with their free agency acquisitions. A.J. Green was a fun story and is you know, a great wide receiver this generation, but, the, but his time in Arizona didn't work out. The J.J. Watt contract was a fun story, J.J. Watt retiring – ending on a pretty good note, but J.J. didn't really help the Cardinals uh, reach the heights that they thought that they could reach. They need to start getting people in here that can help the Cardinals reach those heights, and part of that involves Monty Allison Ford finding, finding the right head coach for this position. This is a fun one. I think this one gets filled before the Indianapolis Colts one gets filled because you got Jim Mercy involved, you got Chris Ballard involved. They're probably going to be searching for a quarterback this offseason, so those are probably a large part of those conversations. That could muddy the water a little bit. If you have a coach that sits there and says, no, I want to bring in a veteran quarterback, and you have another coach who says, yeah, let's draft a quarterback, and you have those conflicting mindsets, those conflicting philosophies, it can sort of create a bit of a logjam that you need to, you know, need to break through, you need to work through in order to find your next head coach. But for the Cardinals, they were down to three, they're down to two, not because of anything they did, and I think they're going to move pretty quickly here uh, to, to land their guy and to finish. Do we think the announcement comes during the Super Bowl week? Very rarely do we get a lot of big news. During Super Bowl week, all the focus uh, tends to uh, be a part of the the game and the focus on the on the Super Bowl on Sunday. But we will see uh, if anything happens here over the next couple of days. But I do think the Cardinals are in a very very important offseason for their future uh, with Kyler Murray as their quarterback. Right? If you look at franchises through the window of their quarterbacks, there is a finite number of years I think where this team can really maximize the talents of Kyler Murray and win. And they need to set the groundwork here in 2023 so that when he does return in 2023, they can hit the ground running and build into. 2024 because again I think 2023 is going to be a gap year uh, for this team that's going to do it for us here on the Tuesday edition of the podcast hope everybody is having a great Tuesday hope everybody makes it a great rest of their Tuesday thanks to you for making this show a part of your day rating reviewing subscribing following along here through all of the the news and notes uh, from the NFL news cycle thanks always to bet online for their continued support of the podcast everybody have a great rest of your Tuesday I will talk to you all tomorrow